Hi, I'm Kara, life coach, wife, and mom to four incredible and unique children. It wasn't all that long ago that my son received a diagnosis that had my world come crashing down. I lacked the ability to see past the circumstances, which felt impossible, and the dreams I once had for my life and family felt destroyed. Fast forward past many years of surviving and not at all thriving, and you'll see a mom who trusts that she can handle anything that comes her way and has access to the power and confidence that once felt so lacking. I created the Special Needs Mom podcast to create connection and community with moms who find themselves feeling trapped and with no one who really understands. My intention is to spark the flare of possibility in your own life and rekindle your ability to dream. This isn't a podcast about your special needs child. This is a podcast about you. If you are a mom who feels anxious, alone, or stuck, then you are in the right place. Welcome. Hello, and welcome back to the Special Needs Mom Podcast. It may not feel like this for you, but for me, it feels like I have not been together with you for an eternity. That's a long time. But for me, it feels like it's been a very long time because I had batched a bunch of episodes so that I could have some time off to support my personal life challenges. And so here we are, mid-April already, and we are together again. I'm super excited for this episode. It's a very different kind of episode because it's really more like a project than it is an episode. I will tell you more about it later. But before I get into the episode, I wanted to share just a quick update on personal life, more specifically on supporting my child through kind of a really hard season. So for those of you that are new here and may not have listened to this podcast before, I have four children and my second oldest, who is now 12, is a now three-time brain tumor survivor. (laughs) The question mark is because we are mid-surviving, I will say that. So when he was two, he was diagnosed with his first brain tumor, which resulted in his cornucopia of disabilities and challenges as he navigates life and I navigate parenting. And then this past fall, he had recurrence, which is not uncommon for his type of tumor, but still such a bummer. So we did that. We did a surgery. It was horrible. We survived it. And then this late winter, we found out that he was going to need more treatment, that the surgery uh, was successful in some ways. However, he had even more growth. So that approach was going to be a small surgery and radiation. So middle of, I know this is a lot. (laughs) Middle of March, he had actually on St. Patrick's Day, he had his third brain surgery. And my husband made a joke. He's like, yeah, it was our best brain surgery yet. Uh, It was actually a very smooth surgery. It was expected to be a small surgery. And it was. The funny thing is, though, that we've heard that a couple times before. And so even though we knew it could be very simple, we were kind of bracing for whatever, whatever could happen. So thankfully, that surgery was very successful in what it was intended to accomplish. And then we had spring break. We had a spring break planned for an entire year. So actually, in the spring of 2021, I thought, you know what, it is time for our family to schedule another Disney cruise. We actually were granted a make a wish 
back in 2013, 14. And Levi chose to go on a Disney cruise with a lot of prompting from his mother. He was only like four or five. So naturally, he needed some help. Anyhow, so we went on this cruise. It was life-changing um, and really a pivotal time in our life. And so I thought, you know what? We're coming out of COVID. My kids are a perfect age. Let's book this cruise. We had been looking forward to it for an entire year. And so I'm sure you can imagine the levels of disappointment that each member of our family experienced as we became aware that the treatments that my son needed were not going to work alongside going on this cruise. So we had to cancel the cruise. So a gaping hole was left in our spring break. My kids have this freakishly long two-week spring break, actually two weeks in a day. Anyhow, we last minute booked a trip to Zion. And for those of you that have been there, you're probably like, oh, wow, it's magical. It's incredible. And you're right. It is. And if you haven't been to Zion, I think you should go. I will say that vacations have become increasingly challenging for us. I think, I mean, it's been many years since we've been out of the stroller phase. However, I think because the desires and needs of my children vary so significantly, it's real hard to find a vacation that fits. That's actually why water for us is a great equalizer. Everybody in our family likes water, likes swimming, likes water things. And it really, it like I say, it's the great equalizer. It really kind of uh, crosses the barrier between different abilities that we have or disabilities. Okay, we were saying that Zion actually was a really wonderful time just to be away as a family, just to kind of lick our wounds, if you will. And one of the highlights was we did a off-road excursion thing. I guess it's called a UTV. I don't know what that is different than an ATV. However, my kids will probably correct me if they hear this. And we just got to go back in the back parts of the Zion area wasn't in the park, but it was just really fun. It was really fun to to be in these vehicles with my kids and to be bouncing along and to just kind of be taken care of by the guide and not have to know where we're going. And man, the earth there is just really incredible. So we had a great time. Then we came back from vacation and it was time to start radiation. So Levi is doing proton beam radiation. They call it a lot of different things. I was going to say proton beam therapy. It also goes by that a lot. And actually, it's interesting. I learned that there's only one place in California that would be able to provide the type of treatment that he needs. And interestingly, it is 45 minutes from our house. So while it's, I don't know, I was going to say a major pain in the beep, um, to get down there every day. It also is this wonderful opportunity to kind of get to still live our life while he's undergoing this treatment. I kind of tell people it's a blessing and a curse because I think if we had to, you know, fly to Houston, which uh, is what people used to have to do if they lived in this area and needed this kind of treatment, that you 
kind of had to stop your life, right? You just couldn't go on as business as usual, which obviously has its own challenges. However, I think the temptation for me is to go on like nothing extraordinary is happening. And it clearly is. And so actually, even yesterday, I was kind of at like a, uh, we'll call it a low point. I just was not feeling like I was able to generate uh, the kind of thoughts that were going to help me get through this. I was kind of at the place where they were spinning and spiraling downward. So I was talking with a really dear friend of mine, and he reminded me very kindly that it's all about taking care of myself, that I literally can't give to people, especially my son, if I'm not taking care of myself. Like I, cause I kind of was at the point where I'm like, I have nothing left to give. My daughter happened to be home from school again. And so I was having to, to take care of her and still do all the other things that I normally do while she's normally at school. And I just, I ended the day pretty like depleted. The thing I'm focusing on in my life right now is really creatively coming up with ways that I can be sourced, which is a fancy way of saying of filled, taken care of. And for me, it's so easy to stop at, I can't. I can't because, and then usually it's some variation of, if I take care of myself or do what I want to do for myself, then my child blank, fill in the thing my child doesn't get here, right? So you put it again, like uh, against the me against my child and most moms, not all, but will sacrifice themselves for their child. Now, very common way to get stuck. I clearly get stuck there as well. So right now I'm working on really reminding myself that that way of thinking doesn't serve me or my child, that it actually is so much more helpful to everybody involved. If I ask for the help, if I receive the help, if I let go of the things I need to let go of. So two of my friends are stepping in later this week to do the driving and getting Levi to his therapy so that I can actually just have some margin, some blank time. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Okay, so that's just a little personal update. I thought it would be fun to just kind of check in for those of you that are following along or that have been with me for a long time. And if you're new here, now you kind of know where we're at. And so let's get into the excitement of this episode. I dreamed this episode up, gosh, probably about a year ago. I don't remember the exact instance where it came to me, but I remember it did. And I was so excited to put in my podcast calendar, my editorial calendar, the concept that I came up with. And it's building on an experience that I had last year. I remember I did a Instagram post called Empty Mother's Day Cards, because I had this experience where it was actually a really good Mother's Day, I will say last year. We went out to a park right along the coast here in San Diego and had a picnic, and it was really nice. And I love a good homemade card. So usually my husband will have my kids draw up something and just create a card for me. Honestly, I'm glad if I get anything. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure some of you are there with me. And so, you know, I was 
looking at the cards and just receiving them and really enjoying it. And one of my children drew a really pretty picture. I don't know if I would call it pretty. He drew a, a, a cute picture. I can't remember exactly what it was on the front of the card. And I opened up the card and it was empty. <laughs> I just kind of laughed. I'm like, okay. And it wasn't for lack of desire on his part, right? He's a child, right? So it occurred to me that I want to hear, I want to hear acknowledgement for what I give to this child in particular. That I, out of all of my kids, I did, I have to dig so deep to parent this one child that I thought it was just kind of, again, it was kind of laughable. Like, wow, this is, it's empty inside. And again, it does not, it has nothing to do with him. He probably just ran out of time and didn't have time to write anything. And, and even if he did, he, he, you know, probably would have said, I love you, mom. Thanks. And, and again, that would be great. But what I really tapped into is my desire to be acknowledged for the mother I am to him. And of course, my other children acknowledge me, my husband acknowledges me. But I thought, you know what, this is interesting. I know I am not the only mom that doesn't receive acknowledgement from her child for Mother's Day for a variety of different reasons. And in some cases, the child's too young, perhaps they're a baby, so therefore they're not writing cards. Perhaps they're nonverbal. Perhaps they're intellectually disabled and not able to write a card. Perhaps they're bereaved. Perhaps they're a bereaved mom and they're not going to be getting a card from that child anymore. And so for all of these different reasons, I thought, you know what? Let's band together as moms and actually kind of ghostwrite a card on behalf of the child or children to truly acknowledge the mother. And so the Mother's Day card project that I dreamed up is basically a ginormous card exchange, but a card exchange with intention. So the idea here is to get under the surface and to write the card through the voice of the child, just like a ghostwriter would, right? Like a ghostwriter is going to do the research on the topic and right through the lens of the author. And so I thought, wow, I could, I could do this thing where I pair up different moms and then the moms have a chance to get to know each other, you know, just a couple minutes, just a couple minutes to say, hey, hi, my name's this, your name's this, this is my child, this is what I really love about my child, this is what's really hard about parenting my child, this is what I wish people could see and this is what I want to be acknowledged for. And so just a simple exchange of, of information can then be brought forth and to be created into a card from the voice of the child. And I thought, how amazing would that be to get then? So the idea is, you know, I'm going to pair up moms. So if you should decide to sign up, you'll be paired up with another mom where you guys exchange information share your stories with one another. And then from there, you get to just let your heart guide you and write a card through the lens of that child and mail it to the mom for Mother's Day. Mail it to the, your partner mom on Mother's Day. And I just thought, how cool would that be to get these little cards in the mail 
little mementos where you get to open it and read it and to be acknowledged. And here's something interesting about acknowledgement. So way back when I first became a coach, one of the things I was trained in was to acknowledge clients at the end of a coaching session. And oftentimes, it would be as straightforward of asking a client, what would you like to be acknowledged for? And most of the time, it would really throw people off. They're like, what? <laughs> I don't understand the question. And it's as straightforward as it sounds. What would you like to be acknowledged for? And what that question does is it requires you to turn inward and to identify what you want to be seen for, what you want to have spoken as truth about you. And so by actually turning inward and deciding what you want to be acknowledged for, you actually get to take some ownership and responsibility of the story that you want to tell yourself, the thing that you want to remind yourself, the thing that you want other people to know that is true about you. And so during that acknowledgement portion of coaching session, uh, obviously, you know, as a coach, I can really kind of just reiterate what the client wants to be acknowledged from, but I can also add add my own, right? So it's really kind of fun. And so that's essentially the vision I have for this project. So I feel like I've kind of jumped all over the place. So I'm going to do a summary of what the idea here is. So the idea here is that I'm going to have a sign up form where you can provide just your simplest information, your contact information, your name. And then from there, I will be sending out emails informing you of the next steps, but specifically what it's going to be is you're going to just be paired up with another mom and be provided her contact information. And from there, you guys will find a time to connect. It could be over email if a time's not going to work out, or it could be a quick phone call, or if you want to get fancy, it can be a Zoom meetup or Google meetup, I guess. And where you get to have, I'll give some prompting interview questions so that it's just really, really easy. You get to have this quick and easy conversation. You get the blessing, I'm going to call it, of connecting to another mom out there in the world. And hey, maybe the connection goes farther than this card. Maybe it doesn't. And from there, you get to then just write a card, write a card and mail the card. It's as simple as that. So you see how it's so simple, but I feel like it's going to offer such an profound ability to connect with this community, to connect with yourself and to have a fantastic Mother's Day. Okay, I feel like this could be the best one after you receive this card. Okay, so some things to know is that obviously, this is going to be time sensitive. And so the last day to sign up is going to be April 27th. But obviously, if you're listening to this before then just sign up right now, you don't have to worry about it. And what I want you to notice is if you're tempted just to listen to this and let it pass by you, I want you to identify what's stopping you. I get it. It might be a little uncomfortable. I'm asking you guys to talk to total strangers. <laughs> I'm also asking you guys to raise your hand and say, yeah, I want a card. And so I get that you might be like, oh, this is a little, this is a little much Kara, or this is a little extra. And I just want you to connect. Give, I'm going to give you a little second here to look inward and ask yourself, what is it that's holding me back? Is it just a little shyness? Do you feel like, oh, you're fine. Your, your child can write a card. You don't need one. And I ask you just to push through whatever discomfort you come up with 
and to step into that. This is actually a perfect opportunity to practice intentionally getting uncomfortable in a way that serves you, serves your highest commitment. Because I'm guessing if you look at whatever is stopping you, that it's not something that you like definitely want to stop you, that you're not like, yeah, I want to stay here and I'm super cool with that. You probably can see other areas of your life that if you weren't to stop here, that you would be able to find riches on the other side. And so that's why I say this is the perfect place to practice. Okay, so I'm getting all excited now and I'm totally off topic. So in review, this is going to be really fun. And if you have any questions, you guys know how to contact me. My contact information is always in the show notes and I am available to talk to you guys. Okay, well, with that, we will see you on the next episode.